1: Hey, two o five on a gorgeous Friday afternoon in the city of Edmonton. It's Jay Lynn and Andrew.
0: Congratulations, enjoy. everyone! And you made it. You made it to Friday. Well done.
1: And enjoy it while you, enjoy this weather while you can.
0: Twenty five. It's supposed to go up to today. Yeah. I haven't checked to see if we got there yet, but feels nice out there. Fall doesn't really come in for a couple of more weeks.
1: Well, officially doesn't come, but it, it arrived like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, so I know. Twenty three in the city right now. Yeah.
0: May I just say, before it gets forgotten, this is Friday, of course. We've got a great guest coming in uh, as well. Leslie Allen, CEO of the uh, YWCA of Edmonton, to talk about, I know, something that's very important to you. Walk a mile in her shoes. We're going to do that sometime after 2.30, between 2.30 and 3.00? 2.30 and 3.00, Okay. Yeah. Um, did want to mention, though, Before I forgot, it is Friday, and sometimes, you know, we go far afield uh, through the big blue folder on Fridays. Remember when we used to do that? I was gone last week, and I took my big blue folder with me. But uh, I did want to mention this, because near the end of the show yesterday, I mentioned it, and I just want to say it before it gets lost in the big file, Uh, the GoFundMe page for uh, Gilligan's Island uh, Don Wells.
1: I don't know why you're so hot over this.
0: Well, because so many of us, and it's funny, a lot of people wrote me last night, uh, about this, with their memories of watching Gilligan's That's Island. Cool. No, no, yeah, seriously, yeah, it was okay. it was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. And then I know well, actually, some. Well, I won't embarrass them. Okay. Daryl Hook, for example, got uh, was all over it last night on Twitter as well. Um, but here's the thing: so she has some financial problems. She's got some medical problems, and she was trying to pay her bill of two hundred thousand mm. dollars. She has she's penniless. Um, so now that GoFundMe page is at one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. It, it, it sat at 12,000 for nine days, and then it became a story, and it's jumped mm. up to 130,000. So that's, I, I personally, listen, that's a really important show to guys my age. <laughs> I won't go into detail, but we watch that show. You don't have show. To go into detail. Yeah. I
1: watch that show every day. It you, came on at 5 o'clock after right. school. That's right. Lo- love that show. I'm just not all.
0: I, I just feel sad when somebody who is,
1: mm.
0: you know, who, who has a special place in your heart from your childhood is now struggling you think about all the joy that they brought you as a as a child or as a you know teenager hey do you think to yourself hey if i could do one thing to help that person that's the beauty of the world we live in today the the downside of the world we live in today is that everybody can tell anybody what they think uh without any kind of filter but the good news is a story like this can go viral and help can be on its way so one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, pretty good
1: Just wanted to mention it. It was interesting because I know um, over the past uh, week or so, there's been a lot of talk as well about this former Cosby show actor, this Jeffrey Owens, who was... Another interesting story. Yeah, that um, some... DB took a picture of him <laughs> uh, working in a grocery store, doing his job at a grocery store. Because let's be real, I think we all know that probably, you know, actors, um, unless you've made it to the very top. Yeah. I mean, you know, acting, comedy. Sure. There's all sorts of jobs out there, entertainment world. Yeah. You know, you need jobs. You need stopgap jobs, really, between in between uh, your next. And uh, there's gigs. no
0: guarantee, quite frankly, you'll ever work no. again.
1: So this guy. Who was what? I think the the fiance he was or the like husband, the, or something exactly. like that. On one of the to, to, uh, on he, the. I, show I
0: wouldn't call him point. a major character, but I think no, people would know him. But
1: he's gone on. He's been in some other uh, uh, shows and, and movies, not big roles or anything like that. But somebody goes into the to the store, took a picture of him, and almost. Oh well, yeah, they went on. on they were job life. shaming they were him. Job shaming him because oh look at he's he's packing groceries at the whatever it was. I'm like first off. How dare you? I know. How dare you to the person who took the picture and job shamed him? He—he. I just thought, what a... Ugh. You know... I yeah. hate people sometimes. I do and as I well. because I hate social media for things like this. It, it
0: isn't like he did something wrong. No. And this is karma paying him no. back. It's he's, not like that at all. He was a, a character on a popular yeah. sitcom. And, uh, you know, the work didn't come in the way he had hoped, I guess, in the years that followed. And so we took a job. Good
1: for him. He was working at a Trader Joe's in the U.S., working there to make ends meet.
0: He's had to quit that job, by the way.
1: Yeah, he he quit the job, and uh, Nicki Minaj has stepped forward, like twenty-five grand, and and all that sort of stuff. And he said, um, you know, it hurt for for quite a while. In, in, well, for it hurt during those days when everyone was talking about it on TV and oh look at look at he used to be on television now he's begging groceries and all this sort of stuff. It's like you know what, just stop I know, it.
0: I know. It's. I think it's fabulous that he's. Uh, that he's working that he's not you know it the story is not that his uh fame ruined him and he was drug addicted and he fell off the oh. earth and it's not that story at all it's just a guy work wasn't coming in needed to pay the bills oh. took a job right
1: and you know what the woman who took the picture of him now says she cried for a half an hour after the strong media backlash against the photos that allegedly job-shamed the actor. uh, (laughs) Her name is Karma. (laughs) (laughs) No way, is that right? Karma Lawrence. (laughs) That's funny. She took the photos on impulse and meant no ill will. She shuttered her social media. Yeah, I'm guessing you did. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why I snuck the picture," said the 50-year-old grandmother. "I figured everyone does it. I don't know what possessed me. I just did it. I didn't even think about it. Didn't think I did it on impulse and it was a bad impulse." Yeah, she yeah. loved his character.
0: I can answer that question. Because that's right. She admits she snuck the picture. So it wasn't like she walked up to him and said, oh my God, I was a big fan of you when you were on the Cosby show. Could I get a picture with you? Mm-hmm. And give him the option of saying yes or no. Yeah. She snuck the picture, mm-hmm. right? So that was the first little bit of deceit. And and the posting was like, oh, look what's happened to so." So it wasn't like I was blown away to see my favorite sitcom star from the 80s or whatever. Uh, you know, <laughs> Uh, people just... And, uh, anyways, I'll answer the question. She doesn't know why she did it, and she doesn't know why there was big blowback. Here's why she did it, because she didn't consider him to be a person.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's what happens, right? You gain fame. They don't consider you to be a person, so it's fair game. And then they, you know, those who don't have to put up with that crap, that what they always come back with is, well, that's what you signed up for. Well, show me show me his signature on a contract. That's not what he signed up for. I, I've sold. Uh I've sorted bottles. I've saw, I've sold greeting cards my, my door brother, to door. I've, my
1: brother helped put him put himself through university by doing that. Well into his twenties. Yeah,
0: listen. I used to work auctions down in Calgary all the time. Would run into lots of people who had seen me on TV. The the fact that, and I know they're two different professions, but the fact that you get on television doesn't mean that your ship has come in. That you're now filthy matter. rich. Hey,
1: and, let's be real. In this province right now and during the the booms and busts over the past 20 years, whoever they are, there's been plenty of folks out there sure. who went from making some pretty good coin mm-hmm. to finding a true. job, whatever it is, and it might not be the job that you want, but it's the job that you needed to take to make it through and good on you for doing it.
0: Sure, absolutely. I agree. It's What more would you want than work ethic? But, you know, anyway. I mean, you know, so he's fine, and people have offered him Tyler money and Perry's roles. And, yeah, him a
1: job now and all that sort of Which stuff. Which is great. But
0: so, I mean, in the end, it had a silver lining. So I suppose we should look at that and say, well, at the end of the day,
1: it helped him out. Although he wasn't desperate for help, no, just so we're clear was on this. No, fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's got a job. Doing my thing. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, the whole asking and not sneaking picture th- thing, I think, is is really, really uh, important. Mm. I mean, if you're standing there and... I don't know. Garth Brooks is, you know, begging your groceries. <laughs> is that, is that yeah. a thing? Because well, I would... no, I don't think it would be a thing. But Jeffrey Owens is, is bagging your groceries. And saying, you know what? Hey, yeah, you're right. As Andrew mentioned, ask if I can take a picture. Yeah. Is it okay to say, hey, you know what? I really love this guy. I really loved you when you were on um, uh, the Cosby show. Can I take a picture? Is it okay? Ask. Is that fine? Yeah,
0: that takes care of that.
1: Anyway, you want to call it
0: a day? I feel like we've done enough social justice today. We've helped out Marianne. We've told people just to treat people like. Don't be a dink. Don't be a dink, right? Like, just treat people like people. It really doesn't matter where they're at. about
1: someone, though, who was being an absolute creep. I want you to talk uh, about this
0: because I was among the people who reported him. I I
1: reported him, too. Yeah. I reported, and I can remember uh, seeing it originally, and I can remember there was a couple of. You actually brought it to my Uh attention,
0: and I reported it as well, yeah. So,
1: this guy, you remember us talking about him. I think it was last year. It was a Calgary guy uh, who had a tweet. Twitter account called Canada Creep. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, his name is Jeffrey Williamson. He's 44 years old from Calgary. He was... um taping, videotaping upskirt videos of uh, females um, all over the place, at fairs, uh, walking on the streets, at festivals, that sort of stuff. Um, But hey, he was busted because guess what? Mr. uh, Creep, Mr. Canada Creep, he was identified in one of his videos because um, they caught his reflection in a window. He's been now convicted and sentenced.
0: Two years, he's gotten two years plus two years of probation. Yeah. Uh, following that, and uh, that probation will include him going to uh, classes uh, to change yeah. his uh, sexual deviance. I believe they uh, referred to it. But when they actually got hold Ooh, of his computer, this, they,
1: what they found. Yeah, a
0: lot of child pornography mm-hmm. on the computer, both um, taken, from, you know, from somebody else's files, but also posed child mm-hmm. pornography. Which you know, uh, the police, of course, uh, you know, interested in that as well. But the crown prosecutor told the judge because these questions get asked when somebody comes to court, anybody goes to court in any charge, well, what took you so long to to get this into court? They said the volume of material mm-hmm. on his computer was the problem. Mm-hmm. It took them months to go through it all. They found 30,000 child pornography mm-hmm. images, 112 videos they found, and all taken, um, these upskirt photos you mentioned, and videos. Mm-hmm. They had uh, close-ups of uh, you know women's breasts and butts mm-hmm. and... Oh, my Lord. What a moron. I I remember. What a moron, really.
1: This guy. So, yeah, the report started coming in in June of. but last last year about it, although it seems like it was a couple of years ago, but there was this guy. So a bunch of people reported him. Um, I can remember, and I don't know if it was this guy, but another guy who was doing the same, or another person. Mm. I'm going to say because I don't know. Um, and I can remember saying, "What are you doing, buddy? Like, you're why are you doing this? And you know, you're you're taking pictures of, of women, women. They don't know it, and you're posting it. Are you telling me that they're ugly? Are you now your body oh, shaming them? Seriously? This whole stuff." And he was turning it around. Nah, I'm like. That's I'm I'm not saying that at all. You're just being a...
0: Yeah. Well, you brought it to my attention at the time about this particular guy down in Calgary. And fortunately... Um, we don't throw out anything here at Ched, mm-hmm. so if you look hard enough, you can find it. So, fortunately, a few years ago, I interviewed the vice president of Twitter Canada mm. about an entirely different matter. So I wrote him personally as well, saying that we've, yeah, we've all in the newsroom gone through this process of complaining. But I want, if you, you would, you this. need to look at this, right? Yeah. And I don't know if that had any effect, but I, you know, I I did what I thought I could, and you know, again. Stop taking pictures of people. And thankfully, it was, as you mentioned, an image in a, in a window in one of his videos. Mm-hmm. He just didn't notice that his image was in the video. And then a coworker in Calgary yeah. so looked at it and went, hey, I know who that mm-hmm. is. And that's how we get caught.
1: You know, so when you see stuff like that, and, and again, Twitter saying that they're doing, trying to do a better job and cracking down on uh, different accounts. But when we see stuff like that, report it. Report yep. it. Um, it's it's easy to do so.
0: I, I feel like we've and just covered, don't
1: necessarily think it's like a, a one off. Of course. Go back and look at the tweets and replies. You can see oh, that it's not.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, with an account like that, I was gonna, I was said, I was about to say, we've covered a lot of ground already. It's only two eighteen, but I was gonna say with an account like that, like you brought it to my attention, I went to the account, I looked, I reported it, right? But then I crawled his account, mm-hmm. and what I find interesting is when somebody retweets or somebody favorites a tweet then I message them or send them a tweet saying, is this an account you want to be associated mm-hmm. you know, like with? You you try and bring as much pressure on as possible. Part of the problem with Twitter, and I know at some point this afternoon we're probably going to talk about Facebook too because there's some interesting stats out on Facebook the last couple of days about uh, privacy. But anyways, it it's funny how Twitter can't just readily identify that and knock it off it it still takes usually weeks to Mm -hmm. for twitter to do something Mm -hmm. and you just sometimes wonder what are the parameters for if if, you know what are the parameters for you and 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 i guess it's the
1: number of people they have you know handling stuff like that how many reports they get how many yeah you know it's it's a lot
0: I, i wish that twitter if it would make one change that i think would make social media just a better place and I'm speaking specifically of Twitter because I'm most familiar with it would be not allowing anonymous accounts to you know how the blue check mark Mm -hmm. verified that
1: they should be verified I
0: think everybody should be verified like tell me who you are yeah and, and I don't think that people should be allowed to have 20 accounts and 30 accounts mm-hmm. and argue with you know one another and favor their own tweets and all that kind of stuff. It's a plague. And I know that in some ways, social media accounts like Twitter or companies like Twitter don't want to crack down on that mm-hmm. because they're judged by how many followers they have. So 20 fake followers per person suddenly puts their numbers way up. Right. But it does damage and and. I don't think a week's gone oh. by that I can't think of a week that we haven't had a story where something's happened on mm. social media that you go, God. It's
1: it's just another with with it not being verified, with people not you know still using the little egg thing, not having their face, their name, anything yeah. ato- associated w- with their account, having fake names. It is just it just gives ways to it to another batch of online trolls, people yes. who can go and say and do whatever without any ramifications uh, whatsoever. Ever, and and it is really, really disappointing. And, yeah, and I saw someone the other day saying, you know, I just came back to Twitter after a month-long break and, you know, I think I need another one.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know a reporter, and I don't want to... call A columnist slash reporter uh, at the Edmonton Sun today made mention. I don't want to... Uh, I, I won't identify him just because I don't want to bring more grief his way. But he had written an article uh, that was published today and... Somebody had wished his death, and and it wasn't that the topic was not a a life and death situation. It was
1: why would you wish death on a journalist or your nurse or anybody? Right, like just
0: so somebody just tweets him publicly that I wish you were dead, you know, and somebody else favorites the tweet, and both accounts are anonymous, and and it's just it's frustrating. And here's the only other thing I'll say because I know we're way way past our break now because you got me wound up early today. I know that some people, I haven't looked at our text line, will say, well, you know, that's what you signed up for, like I say, or, they, or they'll say something like, well, so what, it's words. You just... But if you're just a regular person, just doing a regular job and just having a great life, you don't realize the extent to which people who in any way put themselves out there, whether it's in media or they're in entertainment or wherever, you don't know the depth that people sink to in the messages that they send they're shocking sometimes. You know, but
1: here's the thing, there are people out there, you know, just going about their business with whatever jobs that they have who voice an opinion about something on social media and yeah, get get nasty death threats. You don't have to be, you know, whatever a small-c celebrity, you don't have to be a sports person, you don't have to be anything. It's just people. It is the civility, the 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 lack of civility in in conversation anymore. It is the way that We allow people to talk to each other anymore. It's just degraded. It's just fallen so far. It's pathetic. And that is that.
0: Uh, Jaylen and I, you might have uh, heard on our news this afternoon, Eileen Bell talking about how the uh, city has gone back to their original idea of uh, having the uh, identical uh, bylaws for both uh, cannabis and smoking. That was a decision that they had kind of, we we referred to it as walking it back. Uh, city Council saying, no, just taking further study. So semantics, I suppose. But we're going to have uh, John Zadek on uh, around 245 today. I know that... Uh, I don't, well, I shouldn't put words in his mouth, but uh, from what I've heard, he's not in favor of the direction that the city council is taking. So we'll talk to John and see uh, what's, what's going, going on. Yeah, because I thought that there was a reason that they re examined it and that, you know, there had been some uh, pushback to their earlier decisions. So we'll see about that. Um, did want to mention this as well, really quickly, before we have to take a break uh, for news headlines. Do you remember the other day? And this is almost... I might as well just say it. I told you so. Do you remember the other day I was talking about dropping kids off at school because this was the first week back and I was saying, listen, the schools all have a method to how they pick up and drop off Mm -hmm. students and they tell the kids that and I know the younger kids are often walked out of the school as a group and shown the pickup lanes and drop-off lanes and that information goes back to the parents. Um, But a lot of parents don't agree with that or don't adhere to that and they do things like parking their car on the street which can interfere with transit that's trying to come on down the street do as kids well
1: walk to school anymore
0: some do but I mean in our case like our kids couldn't walk to school they'd have to walk down uh, twilliger drive for five miles to get to their school so and there's no minor way to and there's it's all major routes between my house in my school. But the city is cracking down, um, not only on speeding through playground school zones, but they're also cracking down on illegal parking, specifically near yep. schools. So, I mean, it's a joint effort. The schools are all set up for pickup and drop-offs. They all have a, a plan and a policy, and it all makes sense. And that there's some parents who just feel those rules don't apply to them. And the easiest thing to do is to park on the road, and walk into the school. Don't do it.
1: Follow the signs, people. Yeah. Just follow the signs, follow the a rules. ticket.
0: Yeah it's it's not it's a hefty ticket and you don't want it they're going it's a drive that they're doing right now one of those uh-huh. campaigns but it's going to be enforced all year long so i'm warning you right now figure out look in your kids backpack today there'll be a, if you haven't already seen it, there'll be a piece of paper in there from elementary school particularly, which ex, which will describe, I'm sure, yeah. what the pick up and drop off policy is.
1: And hey, all you speeders, 700 speeding uh-huh. tickets issued in Edmonton playground schools on the first two days of schools. Check Phew. this out. One of them was uh, doing 100, in, 100. A th- in a 30K. All
0: right, so let's just be better than that. Little kids are not paying attention.
1: We well wanna... either are the big kids apparently right now. Well, so they, exactly. they're the ones that need to be paying attention. Yeah.
0: The Six Thirty Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.